This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, we just heard from the Premier and the Finance Minister about the $5 billion action plan put into place to help British Columbians dealing with the effects of COVID-19. It includes $2.8 billion spent on helping people and services, $2.2 billion for businesses. A long list of items really gone through there, mainly by Carol James. She's now answering questions from the media. Here's just a little bit of what she said moments ago. For those people People struggling in the face of reduced income. They can now defer their hydro bills and they can use BC Hydro's customer crisis fund, which offers up to $600. ICBC will be working to offer more driver license renewals online or over the phone so fewer people have to go in person. And customers on a monthly auto plan payment may be able to defer their payments as well for up to 90 days with no penalty. Let's bring in Keith Baldry, Global BC Chief Political Reporter. Keith, thanks so much. I know it's a busy day for you. Oh, and things just keep happening at such a rapid pace. It's unbelievable. <laughs> uh, we got this announcement, again, the $5 billion action plan. That was just a small, small part of it uh, that we heard from Carol James. What else did the government announce today? Well, I think one of the big ones is a $1,000 emergency benefit, uh, one-time payment tax-free. If uh, you basically, They haven't defined exactly who would get that, but I think it would be uh, if you're laid off or, or substantially reduced hours. Uh, a promise to ensure nobody is evicted as a result of COVID-19. Um, there's going to be a financial relief for renters. I think renters and laid-off people are going to be the big beneficiaries of what's being laid out today. Again, we don't have all the details yet, but $5 billion is a, a lot of money. There's a lot of tax deferrals that's going to take place. The carbon tax increase set for April 1st will not uh, go ahead in the short term. You mentioned, you just heard her talk about um, deferring hydro payments. ICBC also likely, if you're on a monthly installment, uh, there's going to be work done to, uh, if you need to, to defer those payments. Uh, there's an increase in the climate uh, action tax plan uh, credits, which uh, translates to family four, I think the figure was $634. Uh, the trick is going to be how fast they can roll this out. Uh, I'm already hearing from people trying to access any federal government service right now Right now is a challenge because so many people are not working on the federal civil service. And one of the questions was, to Carol James, you know, uh, what would be the impact on the public service in B.C.? And it's really interesting if, if literally the bureaucracy or the lack of bureaucracy may prevent some of this from rolling out as quickly as possible. But nevertheless, $5 billion is a lot of money. And it's not stopping there, Jill. I mean, John Horgan says this is this is going to be ongoing. We hope the next two months is the worst of it. But nobody knows. We're in a completely new world, uncharted territory. Absolutely. Uh, where is all the money coming from? Uh, debt, basically. This is so Carol James' budget, which was just introduced a little more than a month ago, had a tiny surplus of about $213 million or so, with a, with a you know, significant cushion, uh, contingency fund and forecast allowance. But now, no, you add $5 billion onto that figure, which turns her, her um, budget into a massive deficit, which had been anticipated. There's no surprise. And what's interesting, I think the public won't care. I think the public wants, views government now differently, that it's there to serve people and to protect people. And if that means running up a huge deficit, so be it. And I don't think you're going to see much squawking about this move today. Uh, the Trudeau government 
increased its deficit by $82 billion with its uh, uh, care package. Uh, the federal government was uh, 3% of G- GDP. Today's is 2% of the provincial GDP. But desperate times require de- desperate measures, and extraordinary times require extraordinary measures. And I think that's certainly what you're seeing today. Uh, absolutely. And you mentioned this and uh, the delay and the increase to the carbon tax, uh, the delay and the increase to sugary drinks, uh, just to some of the other uh, things mm-hmm. mentioned today. Uh, but really focusing on how because there are a lot of people, I'm sure, out there right now thinking, I don't know where my next rent payment is coming from and wondering what uh, the next month, the next two or three months is going to look like. There's a lot of fear out there. I, got, I received an email from, I'm getting so many emails, it's unbelievable, over, over COVID. But this one woman tells me she's absolutely caught in this horrible situation where her and her husband had been planning to move to England and had given their notice. And now the, the landlord has told her, you've given your notice, um, You've got to go. Well, she can't apply anymore to England. Um, it's uh, it's off limits. So she's stuck. She may be her and her family may suddenly become homeless as a result of this, and they're comfortable middle class people. So that's just an example of just some of the extraordinary situations some people are finding themselves in. Perhaps this what we're seeing today will will protect this woman. I, I certainly hope so. But there's a lot of people going through a lot of hurt right now. Uh, absolutely. And like you said, we're expecting more uh, announcements and more news on this because there is still some confusion. And you mentioned this off the top, the $1,000 for every person. Uh, it's still unclear. How do you apply for that? Is there a requirement or you have to prove something to apply and to get that? Uh, they also talked about... Uh, increasing the benefits and i've forgotten the actual name of it now but it was the um it would be what was it 218 dollars for every adult 64 dollars for every child but i think there is some confusion on how do you actually apply and get that additional funding yeah and that's not clear yet a lot of this will be online one assumes but again if anybody's trying to access government services right now uh it can be a challenge because there's so many people not working they're either they're either in self-isolation or they're they have mild symptoms uh, they're staying home taking precautions uh, just walking around the legislature, uh, there's nobody here, really. Uh, I mean, today there is because there's um, there's 12 MLAs in attendance in the House at 1.30, but a lot of offices here are barely staffed. Uh, and same with government buildings that surround where I am, where a lot of the people who will process these applications, presumably, work. They're not working right now because they're at home. So this is another big challenge governments face to, to protect their services uh, the human resource element is a big part of it, and it's um, just like every other business that has people at home. So does government. And I know this is this news conference was focused on the economic relief and the economic plan in dealing with this. Uh, we also got the update earlier today from Dr. Bonnie Henry and Health Minister Adrian Dix. Do you get the sense that we are going to see more extreme measures put in, whether it's from the provincial government, from the health officer, as far as fighting COVID nineteen? Well, you know, we've had a lot of conver- I've had a lot of conversations, both in the briefings with Dr. Henry and with Adrian Dix about this, and with Mike Farnworth. How far do we go? Uh, there's a feeling right now amongst the government and Bonnie Henry is that we are in a de facto lockdown situation, where so many things are closed or cut off, or whether you're encouraged not to participate or go out as much as you normally do. So a lot of it is sort of voluntary, uh, and I, I I think they're resisting moving to a more draconian drastic shutdown of all aspects of life. Um, and I, So again, I'd be surprised if we, if we go that far. I think a word of advice to, for people who want a, a complete 
lockdown, I think the piece of advice to them is then act like there's a lockdown yourself. Don't wait for government to lock you down. Um, isolate yourself and don't go into stores and don't unless you absolutely need to. So people can act like there is a lockdown. And I think that's the sort of the philosophy and message Dr. Barney Henry is advocating. Absolutely. All right, Keith, we will leave it there. I'm sure we will chat with you again this week. Thank you so much. Sure. Okay.